0: O-T-B-G-A-A Hurling games all we can do is do our absolute best and, But we have to dust ourselves down And we have to go again Just be the best that you can be after that Subscribe to the O-T-B-G-A-A podcast feed Wherever you get your podcasts O-T-B-A-M With Gillette Labs Get the ultimate shave Or your money back Neon Night Edition Available now Now Kieran Donnelly is with us Kieran good morning to you how are you? Morning Jarby how are you? I'm very well what's the crack? not
1: too bad man how are you getting
0: on yeah good nice nice, quiet time for you uh, we have promised that we're not going to talk uh, Gaelic football um, so we're actually we want to talk basketball with you right um, ok uh, can I ask you one question about the road show that the lads had the other night uh, James who had a story and Tommy Rooney is casting aspersions on the veracity of it you might be able to vouch for this uh, before games Paul Galvin would squat Mike Quirk is this true or false
1: yeah, no, it's it's true, and and when Mike retired, I became the heaviest player in the dressing room. So I was often on Paul Galvin's back before we games, <laughs> and I was on his back during games too because he carried us through a lot of them. But uh, no, yeah, it's 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 a definite thing. I think you, I think it was a thing about firing up the quads for being explosive around the pitch. So yeah, um, probably maybe not the safest thing in the world to have the likes of myself and Mike on your back, but. Uh, it was definitely something that he did before every game. It mightn't be quite a set of eight, James said. I, I I kind of remember maybe three or four just to get the quads firing right before we went to the pitch. But yeah, um, Paul was obviously uh, incredibly uh, dedicated in his prep for, for for games and performing at his best for Kerry. So. It, it, there was no such thing as embarrassment if he felt that something could maybe get him uh, an extra inch or two on the pitch.
2: Fair enough. There's the psychological element of that as well. It's as well as getting his quads ready. He, other players are probably looking, looking at that, going, "Jesus, this is oh, all yeah. like, right. This is serious. We're on it today."
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, he was. Yeah, he was. He was an animal. Um, obviously, you know, you'd see him on the pitch, and people would. Uh, uh, have seen the way he played and all that, but just in terms of his prep and, and, and what he put into it, he's um, very detailed orientated and would have looked at every every little factor to to try and get an inch. So if he read somewhere that firing up your quads um, with uh, a large amount of weight on your back before a game, uh, he wouldn't be shy in asking the biggest fella to jump up in for a few minutes.
0: Well, it, it definitely worked. Kamir we had um, John Feehan, the CEO of Basketball Ireland, in studio last week talking about the strategic plan. I just wanted to get your perspective as some somebody who is deeply embedded in the culture of basketball in Ireland. Um, uh, what, what, what's your instinct about where the sport is at the moment and, and the plan and just generally how quickly or otherwise there might be some room for progress?
1: Um, yeah, like, look, the, the the plan is good really around the, the theories of, you know, more teams is obviously uh, uh, an important one, obviously trying to get more players you know, things like table official referees. As we know, being a referee is, is never any fun in, in most sports. Um but especially basketball, because you're you're so close contact with the ref. It's such a fast moving game that, you know, obviously as many mistakes as players as we make, they make mistakes, but in our eyes, they're nearly not allowed to. Um so it's it's not easy being a ref. So I can see why they're they're, they're looking to get more refs in the game. Uh I know this year we started the season with, with three refs at all games, and then for lots of games it ended up being two. So there's obviously a shortage there. Um, So they're obviously looking at that to improve that. But yeah, just a general, you know, um, awareness of the game has probably never been higher. Um, I think the the Super League is probably at a really good position now, just short of maybe what it was in the 80s and 90s. And I think the reason for that, and I know I I listened to yourself and, uh, and John and Shane talking about the plan, and I know you kind of quizzed him on the on the TV um, thing, but that's really where, you know, they need to figure out can they get games possibly on, you know, Tina G on Friday nights, big games in the big stadiums, whether it be in Chile or Neptune, uh, or if they bring a big Dublin derby uh, to the arena and and really market it and sell it out and get kids over to it and let kids in for free, all those kind of things. Um, I think that's really where it needs to go to get into the general public's eye uh, that would really, really, I know I'm, Currently looking for for a spot, uh, 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 you, you know we have Garvey three Warriors who've been very good to us but you know the team is the league is at such a level you now there's two Americans in the league next year so funds is always a thing for teams so you know to to satisfy the, the likes of Jim and, and the Garvey group if you if you could say listen you know there's going to be a game you have the cup final and the league final that are on TV it's great but. I think where people are and the amount of times people come up talking to me about basketball, know whether it be the Super League, the Irish team, or obviously the NBA, it's never been on people's tongues more. I think, uh, you know, I, it's obviously the phones, it's hitness. The, the NBA is such a product at the moment. Even the Euro League, we have Daniel Jokobaitis here, who's from Lithuania, one of our best players in Tralee over over the last number of years. You know, the Euro League is is sensational and um, it's sensational to watch. You're talking about crowd. If, anybody's, if anybody wants to see the difference between NBA crowds and European crowds, just type NBA basketball and European basketball into the YouTube and you'll see the difference between the crowds and just the fervor that is around the European basketball game, whether it's Real Madrid, Olympiacos, Canicas, um Barcelona, all these big teams. Um, you know, the, the TV is where it's obviously at and... Uh, you know, I like everything to do with the plan, but I think there does need to be a, a, a real push to see can you get Virgin Media, can you get Tina G, can you get RT to, to maybe look at games on, on, on a Friday evening that there is a gap in the market, whether there's no rugby on at that time of year or there, there's, there's a little gap, can we get a few of these big basketball games on? Because we played Neptune here during the last game of the season and it was, you know... They beat us by one, Jordan Blunt hit an incredible three-pointer to win the game at, at, at the death. But as terms of a product, if you had cameras like that, you know, the country would be talking about it because it was just electric. The, the crowd that was in the hall, the noise, the foghorns, um, the show that was put on by the by the Warriors committee beforehand. It was, it was an incredible product and, and it's nothing short of if TV cameras were there, it would make such a difference because it just helps promote the game. It helps, obviously, with the amount of viewers you're reaching. It helps with your sponsors when you go to them, that they're really getting something, a bang for their buck if they know there's a possibility more than one or two being a cup final or league final that games might be on TV. So that's just the only place where um, I would say that possibly falls short is there has to be a real push to, to, to get in front of people's eyes, especially if you're looking for funding off Sport Ireland for the elite teams Not teenage G do a great cover, uh, coverage of them games. Um, but yeah, that, that'd be the big one for me.
2: That's what it is, Kieran, isn't it? It's word of mouth because I know John was saying John Fehan that they want 260 clubs, I think, by 2027 in this in this five year strategic plan uh, across the country. Um, and, and we've spoken to you about that before—the match day experience—and people don't often realise how close they are, maybe to, a, to an Irish basketball game in, in their locality. And the, as you say, the lights, that you know, t-shirts being thrown out of cannons, the music, just the, the atmosphere—you nearly have to be there or have spoken to someone who has been there to really experience it. And that, that look becoming more visible on TV, as you said, can only help.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent, and uh, you know, I think even. You know, when 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 the coverage of the of the national games is on the arena, you know there's 2,000 people packed in there. It's electric, and sometimes it nearly, I'd nearly be saying that when they're going through the game with with the analyst, you nearly want them just to to start going around the crowd and start actually trying to get the atmosphere because you're often trying to hear the commentators talk pre-game or the analysts talk pre-game about what's going on. Uh, whereas you see when you watch the NBA, they're big into getting cameras on the the crowd, getting cameras on the smoke machines, the lights going off, all that kind of intro stuff. So I think there's a small bit there that we can even improve on with with the national team games. But, you know, uh, anybody who's been to a a top-level, close basketball game with a big crowd, obviously you've had the Cup Finals over the year, which is obviously our our flagship product. But even that Cup semi-final weekend that takes place below in, in, in Neptune Stadium and the Mardike and Blue Demons, you know, their electric atmospheres and I think, you know, we might have been the first crowd in Tralee that tried to do the cheapest NBA product ever with getting the lights off and lasers and lights on the floor and that kind of smoke machines and that kind of entry team to 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 just jazz it up a small bit. But a lot of teams are really buying into that now. We played against Marie, who won the cup this year and you know, they had a huge crowd in Galway. They were obviously having a great season. They blew us out of the game by 30 points, but the atmosphere inside there was was, was unbelievable because they went the extra mile with just making something special uh, for the kids that when they go to it, that they just want to go back and that, you know, that they want to go and see these players play. Um, and I think anything being on TV, um, it, it, it plays a huge role in, in kind of promoting the game um, and, and making the league you know, even more special and players wanting to play because, you yeah. know, as John said, it's a semi-pro league. You know, you've got your few Americans that are getting paid. Uh, there's two Americans in every team. So the product is even going to be better this year. You're going to have four Americans on the floor at all times. Um, so that's going to make the standard higher, the 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 games better. Um, so, yeah, looking to get something on a, a station on a Friday night, maybe move one big game every three weeks to a Friday night, pick your marquee games and your marquee venues and just get it going that way initially, um, I, I, I think we play a big part in, in, in raising the profile of the league to an even higher level and probably helping all the points that John has and Basketball Ireland having that five-point plan with new teams, new refs, you know, if all that stuff is on TV more, that will automatically happen.
0: One of the other things that we talked about briefly at the end was centralized contracts. The side of, of rugby and just how transformative that would be if the you know you reach a certain level and then all of the clubs have one player who's paid for by central contracts. That's potentially a game changer for the national side and for the league.
1: Yeah, it it would be huge, of course, and you know, obviously, you know. That will probably happen. How far it is down the line, I don't know. You know, funding is is a huge part. Sport Ireland probably play a big part. The government play a big part in getting behind basketball a bit more. Um, I know John has said that, you know, they're really interested in what they're talking about. But, you know, there's nothing shows interest than than, than pumping money into the sport. It's the largest indoor sport we play. There's a huge diversity in the game. You know, It's playable. There's never games called off. You know, that national team program, you know, I know Owen Quigley that works with us here in PST it was on the Irish national team. They're looked after well, but I know it could be so much better for them. You know, they're they're playing at the highest level. Um, they're competing against really good teams. There was NBA players in the arena last year playing against them so you know if that could be brought on to another level um that would definitely help with the game Jar. there's no doubt about it but you know there, there, there's funding needed to push the sport um and you know i've obviously always been a strong advocate for basketball in this country and i think it does need a big push from both the government and sport ireland to really get behind the game and um, you know the the level of talent that we have coming out now that are heading to and four year scholarships you know, if they knew that they had a serious national team program to come back, if they knew they could come back and be the main guy in their town, in their club, um, you know, you'd be getting asked that would be coming out of the four year scholarship, would want to possibly play in Ireland with being in a contract with where it was for <clears> the <throat> number of years. As long as he's healthy, he'll be able to start getting a house, getting, you know, setting up a family. Uh, and if you those guys kind of really tying themselves in with the national team and their club team, y- your profile of the league goes through the roof. Like you see, a kid like Adrian Fulton, what he's doing in in, in the states um, is, is is unbelievable. The, the level of basketball he's playing and, and where he potentially could go, uh, he, you know, it, it's it's sky's the limit for these guys that are coming out of out of out of Ireland now. As seventeen year olds, raw, talented, hungry, and then they go to America and they go from playing four to six hours a week. Um, to play in 20, 28 hours a week with the amount of practice they do before and after school over there. You know, that's a huge, huge rise in their talent levels. If they want it and they want to work hard, um, there's no reason why why they can't, uh, why Sky couldn't be the limit for all of them.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I, I think, um, like, th- th- it's really exciting when you start to think like that. And, and wh- you know, maybe some of the Americans who come over could be Irish qualified and then suddenly this is kind of a rolling ball of knives
1: that, um, uh, you know, just... Have yeah it, the national it. team going well the national team going well at a high level would just skyrocket the game in the country because uh they've done very well over the last number of years like they've climbed up the leagues in Europe um and and the coaching staff Mark and them have done a great job with them but yeah just that just that level of if guys that are going over to the states could look at possibly a future for themselves in, in the game of basketball in Ireland that would be massive for the, for the country
2: uh, Lakers beat the Warriors again uh, on Monday night Kieran uh, 3 3-1 up in the series one, 1 win away from the, the Western Conference Finals I mean it's LeBron and Steph bas- basketball fans absolutely spoiled at the minute with the, with the playoffs <laughs> um, but it was Lonnie Walker who uh, tore it up in the final quarter for, for the Lakers so it's really heating up
1: that's really heating up, yeah. Lonnie was, I think, he'd fifteen points in the last quarter, so you know, an incredible for uh, for a role player. Although he was a really good player for them at the start of the season until they they figured out their roster, and, and he probably fell down a small bit. But, but you know, the level of talent that these fellas have loaded on the rosters in the NBA is 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 bonkers. You know, we probably see them rocking the bench and playing garbage minutes at the end of the game. Um, but these fellas are, are are at another level, and yeah, Lonnie was unbelievable the last day. I think the. The Warriors probably missed the trick. They look to be causing Anthony Davis huge problems with high-picking and roles. And, you know, I think it was uh, Stan Van Gundy might have been the, the co-commentator on the game last night. And, you know, he was freaking out about why they weren't just running that every single time down the court because it was really causing them trouble. So, the series isn't over. Uh, people may think it is. Um, LeBron's a killer when he gets into this position. But, you know, the, the Warriors, when they're playing... Um, at home and that crowd is up and you know a team that hits that many three-pointers it can just start to play in your mind a small bit late on and you know if Clay and Steph hit fire over there um, and they get a Jordan Poole a small bit more consistent Wiggins has a good game Draymond's going to be Draymond he's going to carry the energy for them so you know they win they win game five all of a sudden it's it's three two and and then all the pressure is really on LA in, in game six and you know, it, uh, there, there's there's twists and tails potentially in the series. Yet I don't see it as simple as as the Lakers going close in an open game in, in game five. So yeah, it's a, some fascinating series going on at the moment. The the level of basketball is and the way the game is played. There's probably a reason I don't watch too much of the regular season. Um, you know, it's it's very much go through the motions for three quarters, and it's understandable. They've 82 games. You can't in your right mind um potentially be 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 up for every one of those games. But when it comes to the playoffs, it, it's do or die stuff and you start seeing fellas diving. You saw LeBron fly into row eight or nine the last night trying to save a ball, you know, when they're up twelve. So it's uh it's a different game, the playoffs, but yeah, unbelievable at the moment.
0: Uh, great to have you back Kieran enjoy the weekend whatever happens best of luck with it thanks a million you're the manager alright bye be safe OCB AM with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now